2: It's 12.03 on Thursday afternoon, May 19th. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. I'm Rob Hart. Education week continues in the noon business hour. We'll cover negotiating college tuition in our next segment. But right now, the report on sales of existing homes and manufacturing lease today's data. We're joined by Matt Matigan, CEO, Blue World Asset Managers, based in Chicago. The website, blueworldam.com. Matt, thanks for joining us today. If the purpose of the federal reserve now is to slow down the economy to break inflation is that starting to show up uh, in the economic data we're seeing today whether it's manufacturing housing uh, home sales or jobless claims
4: well what's showing up is that we have an utter mess out there and the real estate had been holding up extremely well for a long time but now that the rates are on the rise inflation is high people are not spending money like they were and the cost of the money that you need to borrow to buy a home uh, is getting prohibitive so for example the uh the blue world economic index which i've mentioned several times on the show before one of the major categories is real estate and we follow 14 different reports, weekly and monthly reports, every month that come out measuring various areas of the real estate market. Of the 11 that have come out so far this month, every single one of them is negative. So it's not one thing that we're pointing to. Inflation is bad. Rates are on the rise. Uh, supply chains are not improving. Now we're worried about feeding babies. I mean, there's there's there are so many balls in the air right now that simply having the Fed turning up or turning down the dial on interest rates. uh They're behind. I I agree with those who say they're behind the curve on this one.
2: Jobless claims up just a tick, 21,000 in the most recent report, but it's still the lowest number since 1969. Existing home sales are cooling off, but merely falling back to pre-pandemic levels. And it sounds like manufacturing is also slowing down, at least as far as the Philly Fed is concerned. But once again, you're going back to a pre-pandemic level and not below that.
4: Well, the correct uh, we're we're getting back to a pre-pandemic level. however, the trend toward lower is now well established. So our concern is that we are going to see those continue to deteriorate to pre-pandemic levels uh, and and then head lower from there because the the big concern now each of these reports has, literally dozens and dozens of lines of data and understand what's going on. You have to go beyond the headline and look at the detail. And the big concern for both Philly Fed, two of the big manufacturing reports are the Philly Fed and the Empire State. Those two usually come out within a day or two of each other. And they did, of course, this week. Monday was Empire. Today was Philly. They both agree in a precipitous I, an unusually large decline for the month and the big concern in both is the new orders component. So the evidence is mounting for continued deterioration without something on the horizon for us to be able to say, okay this is a change, this could spark uh, a, you know a, this could spark a turnaround or a bounce. We don't see that anywhere right now so we're advocating caution.
2: Matt Mategan, CEO of Blue World Asset Managers, based in Chicago. The website blueworldam.com. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. Coming up, a lesson in negotiating college tuition. Discussing the news affecting your money, the WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. It's Education Week on the Noon Business Hour. There's the sticker price for a college education, which can be a starting point for negotiation. Let's learn more from Mark Horner, Wealth Advisor at Fairhaven Wealth Management, based. In Wheaton, the website FairhavenWealth.com. Mark, this entire discussion about negotiating your college tuition takes me back uh, about 24 years ago on a college visit to the West Coast with my parents, and uh, we stopped by their financial aid office, and there was a rather taciturn looking gentleman, a stern (laughs) face. Absolutely cold expression, and we asked about grants and other ways of financing and education at the University of Southern California, and his uh, answer to every question was no. And uh, needless <laughs> to say, I didn't go to USC because of that. Um, but some people have a great deal of success in uh, negotiating their college tuition. So what are some uh, uh, some uh, some strategies you can undertake outside of just
5: meeting the right person? Yeah, so so that's a great lead in that th- this isn't going to work all the time the strategies that, that that we that we use but we but it's worked more often than not. So it is going to depend on the fit of the the fit of the school with uh with your with your student. But uh, but the downside is nothing other than other than a stern a stern no from the financial aid person. So I we really think that st- the process should start with abandoning this notion of dream schools. There are many many paths. Uh, to take through life, and so uh, you're not going to be doomed uh, to, to to a life of failure and misery if you don't get into the your your quote dream school. The real problem for families is that the, is that the the actual price uh, that colleges uh, charge is very cloudy. So so there's two tools that people might take advantage of. One's on our website. It's a it's a free uh, it's a free tool to to really look through. Uh, to get a sense of what the actual cost for college. If you don't want to go there, there's another website called tuitionfit.org. That's a, that's another great tool for people to, to, to really get a glimpse behind the curtain. And so the idea is that the sticker price at colleges and universities is rarely the, the price that you actually pay, and, but they won't be the first ones to say, Hey, we want to knock a, we want to knock a few dollars off of the off of your your tag, so or your price tag. So understanding where your points of leverage are in the process is critical to shave giving yourself a chance to shave dollars which can be meaningful off of that college tuition number.
2: When talking about points of leverage, I mean, if you're negotiating, for example, uh, the sale price of a car, uh, you can walk away and just say, look, do you want this sale or not? Uh, what, is your, what are some points of leverage uh, for you as the parent of a student or a student in uh, trying to get them to knock some dollars off that uh, tuition fee?
5: Yes yeah, so the so for us, the maximum point of leverage is going to be in bright lights for you. You're not going to be able to miss it, and that is when your child gets the acceptance letter from uh, from the schools that they've that they've applied to. That is when the tables have turned potentially in your favor because the school has signaled, hey. We want your we want your child to be part of the to be part of uh, our our community. They are schools are very are very keen on converting accepted students into admitted students. They even keep track of these ratios, the accepted student yield. Uh, so they're very competitive uh, about this number. They're highly motivated at that time to co- again convert your student into an admitted an admitted student, and that for us has been the experience. So this is we've done this in practice. This is not theory. This is uh, in practice when the maximum point of leverage is. And so how how we recommend going through that is we'd prefer it be in person. Not sending emails to maybe the three top schools that you that you've been accepted to, and say, "Hey, whoever gets me the best deal by midnight is where we're is where we're going it's not do that instead, uh, preferably go to somebody in person uh, you can use the words hey we, we just we're trying to find a way to make money less of a factor It's one of many factors in picking the right school, but less of a factor." in our decision. And if you can get us to, and you might even throw out a specific number, then we're, you're going to see us in the fall. We will, be, we will be enrolled. Let them go push the numbers around in terms of what grants they might be able to dig up for you. And I think most people will be surprised that uh, some, some of you are going to have that USC experience that you had, but I think many people are going to be surprised that dollars will be found just by asking. Mark Horner, Wealth
2: Advisor, Fairhaven Wealth Management, based in Wheaton. The website fairhavenwealth.com. It's 12-15 Education Week continues with a look at the City Colleges of Chicago. There are multiple strategies that can be employed when working toward a college degree. Let's discuss one of the most cost-effective with Juan Salgado, who is the Chancellor of the City Colleges of Chicago. Juan, thanks for joining us this afternoon. If you live in the City of Chicago, the uh, City Colleges of Chicago can... can be almost like a Swiss army knife of options when it comes to higher education. Either it can be the place where you get your four-year degree, or it can help you on the way to a four-year institution. Uh, What are some of the ways in which students can benefit uh, from this local resource?
6: Well, Andy, you're absolutely right. We have uh, coursework at City Colleges of Chicago that transfers to four-year universities, and we've got Uh, 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 over a hundred universities that are signed up with the specific transfer agreements with City Colleges of Chicago. Uh, We have students that have been going on this year to Yale and Cornell as well as lots to UIC and uh, regional and and statewide institutions uh, all across uh, our state, our region, and, and our country. Uh, we, we also, very importantly, it's not just about a four-year degree. You might be out there saying, you know what, I want to get into an IT career. I want to get into advanced manufacturing. I want to do construction. I want to do truck driving. I want to learn auto mechanics. Uh, yeah, There are a number of career opportunities. In fact, <laughs> we have something we started Last year, here in Chicago, we call it Future Ready. We took 100 high-demand programs. These are programs that are not very long. They only last between one semester and three semesters long. Actually, one of them is less than a semester. It's four days for forklift driving, okay? These are short-term programs that lead to good-paying occupations, and we made them free to any Chicagoan, okay? So you don't even have to pay the tuition if you come in at this moment in time. And why we do that? Because employers need you today, right? Whether it's a graduate from a four-year university or a graduate with an associate's degree or a graduate from a short-term program that we are offering today at City Colleges at no cost to you. So we are affordable, and in some cases, this is worth no cost, Andy. <laughs>
2: And and very quickly, Juan, uh, this is also a situation where, you know, there are some people who know what they want to do maybe from the moment they were in sixth grade and they have a path that takes them there through higher education. But there are a lot of people, once they get to junior, senior year of high school, they don't know. And city colleges is one of those places where a student can 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 figure it out without breaking the bank.
6: Well, that that is for sure. And, And we have many students. I was one of them. I went to a community college because I did not know, and I discovered, and guess what? I was able to pay for it. I left college with almost no debt. I mean, in today's, uh, you know, reality, you know, I was able to pay off my debt in less than five years uh, at a very low cost. Why? Because community college was that affordable space, and it is today. I do encourage any student out there. Uh, those that know where they want to go and those that don't know where they want to go next to actually step into our institutions. By the way, if you know you want to be an engineer, we have a direct pathway to the University of Illinois, Champaign-Urbana, the UIC, and IIT, where you can sign up for us and them at the same time. If you want to be a nurse, you could sign up for UIC and city colleges at the same time by going through us, to UIC, you're saving yourself lots of money, okay? Uh, And so uh, if you don't know, do what I did. Stop in at a community college. By the way, our classes are small, so you get to know your instructor. And when you get to know instructors and advisors and other local resources, they all help you in that discovery process, all right? So, uh, you know, it's harder if you're going away to a place where you don't know the environment. Here in the city of Chicago, we have seven community colleges, uh, and while we serve many, many students, okay, 60,000 students a year, we, we, we have very small environments. The classes are small. The advising
2: loads are
1: small. And so it's going to be
6: an intimate experience for you.
2: Juan Salgado, Chancellor, City Colleges of Chicago.
1: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
2: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com recommend today. This is
3: Chicago's all news station. News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues.
2: Good afternoon, I'm Rob Hart. These are the top stories on News ready go WBBM, a 13-year-old is shot by Chicago police investigating a suspected carjacked vehicle. Congress takes action to deal with a national shortage of baby formula. It's Technology Thursday and Education Week on the Noon Business Hour. We'll discuss the impact of personal social media on college applications. Milwaukee-based Harley-Davidson among the manufacturers impacted by the global parts shortage. WBBM business markets are lower. The Dow is down 262 points. The NASDAQ is down 10 and the S&P 500 is down 23. AccuWeather says today we have 77 degrees right now under partly sunny skies going up to 84 breezy and warm this afternoon at 1231. Topping our news at the half hour, a 13-year-old boy is being treated for critical injuries after being shot by Chicago police during an investigation on the west side last night. It happened a little after after 10 on the 800 block of North Cicero, the teenager, who reportedly did not have a weapon, allegedly jumped from a suspected stolen car and began running from officers. He was taken to Stroger Hospital in critical but stable condition. The driver sped off. The car was later found abandoned. The baby formula shortage continues to draw the attention of lawmakers in Washington.
1: FDA Commissioner Robert Califf is the first administration official to testify before Congress on the nationwide baby formula crisis.
6: This
2: week we've set up a mechanism that streamlines the ability for companies that do not normally sell infant formula in this country to do so and provides other flexibilities to domestic distributors who can help increase availability.
1: Califf says the FDA is working with Abbott Nutrition to reopen its plant in Sturgis, Michigan, which is the largest maker of baby formula in the country. Jim Cressilda, CBS News.
2: It's 12.32 on the Noon Business Hour. Markets are in the red once again. We're joined by Jim Awad, Senior Managing Director, Clearstead Advisors based in New York. Jim, thanks for joining us today. The market sell-off continues. At this point, uh, if you just uh, uh, the the, the just sheer number of things uh, weighing on the markets, uh, to use an old quote from Dan, rather, it's enough to make a cup of coffee nervous, and I'm sure uh, investors are uh, just as stressed as they try to evaluate all of these things that are going on from the ongoing uh, war in Ukraine to higher interest rates to uh, the possibility of a recession on the horizon. How do you make sense of all of this and how do you look at the markets going down and not panic?
3: Well, uh, let's, let's talk about the short term and the long term. In the short term, uh, what happened this week is that uh, the retailers, when they reported earnings, indicated that consumers are starting to trade down uh, they 're not buying discretionary items they 're buying consumables and they 're resisting price pressures, which is creating uh, a profit margin pressure uh, on the retailers and so this week, uh, investors are more focused on deteriorating earnings uh, than, on int- than on interest rates or Ukraine and I imagine that we have a little bit more time. Uh, for for analysts to adjust their profit estimates down uh, this year as we deal with rising interest rates in a slowing economy. But the long term is that uh, uh, cemeteries are filled with the bodies of people who, who bet against America for too long. We do know that at some point the Fed is going to uh, uh, finish raising interest rates. We do do know at some point we'll be able to measure what the effect of that is on the economy. And we also know at some point the Ukraine war is going to be over. So when we, when we look back in two years or so, if you bought stocks at these prices, uh, you'll be happy, but that's not necessarily true for the next several months.
2: And when it comes to uh, the, the S&P 500, it's interesting to note that uh, only a handful of tech companies are basically serving as uh, boat anchors so far in 2022.
3: Uh, yes, but they 're now starting to, uh, 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 to to come down and correct. They always say that uh, uh, bear markets, whether they 're cyclical or secular don 't end until the um, uh, uh, the real angels get 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 taken out. Uh, with with the rest. And that's happening now. I mean, you just look at, you know, Apple and Microsoft, all these very high quality companies have experienced significant declines. Amazon uh, have have experienced significant declines. And that's usually the final cleansing process uh, at the end of a bear market. So I would say we're getting there. We're not there yet. uh, But I think we will get there before the year's out and probably uh, by the end of the third quarter uh, and then the future will start to look more clear and the fog the fog will clear.
2: Jim Awad, Senior Managing Director at Clearstead Advisors based in New York. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. Coming up next in Technology Thursday, making sure a social media fingerprint doesn't interfere with a college application. The only program dedicated to currency events. You're listening to the WBBM Noon Business Hour. It's Technology Thursday during this Education Week, which is sponsored by St. Xavier University. High school students need to clean up their social media before applying to college or for a job. Let's get some insight from Jennifer Jolly, USA Today Tech Life columnist for USA Today and founder and editor-in-chief at Techish.com, based in San Francisco. Jennifer, thanks for joining us this afternoon. I just imagine in the uh, college admissions office there is like some sort of sub Basement, a windowless room just made up entirely <laughs> of cinder blocks, where uh, maybe like a boiler room setting where just a handful of people uh, go through the uh, Facebook and Instagram and TikTok accounts of uh, prospective students and then find certain things and just cross them off the list. Is that what happens? I mean, are there lots of horror stories of people getting their college uh, acceptances rescinded because of something that was posted to social media?
0: Absolutely. Harvard, this has been a few years ago now, but Harvard revoked the acceptance letters of 10 students after discovering that they had posted offensive memes to a Facebook group chat. And it doesn't take much these days. for From Finstas to ghost posts, teens are being told to clean up their online footprints for college admissions, and then, as you mentioned earlier, for jobs. All you have to do, it doesn't take a group of people in a basement. All you have to do is uh, Google anybody's names, and any of these sites and and posts can pop up kind of since the dawn of time. And I I mean, we all know, I I think you and I have even talked about before, like, oh, thank goodness these didn't exist when we were in high school. But we're all very different people from, you know, middle school to high school to college to a job. And all of that matters.
2: And then, uh, I mean, there there are a couple of strategies you can take. First off, do the audit. Go through your social media with a fine-toothed comb and find things that could be potential showstoppers. Even things that were, you know, if you're 18 now, you know, you were 13 five years ago. You might be a very different person, but you have to get all that stuff out of there. Uh, and then, second, yeah. um, find those ghost accounts—the the stuff, the the stu- the, the, wow. the social media applications you were using many years ago but lost interest because that can contain some landmines as well.
0: Yeah, there's a company uh, called what, what is it? It's called Reput. Oh, no, it's called Brand Yourself, and it's online reputation management. They launched a Student makeover product aimed for this exact problem. Uh, High schoolers worried parents, basically. Um, It's ninety nine bucks according to their website, and they will remove any risky online references. Anything, sex, alcohol, drugs, politics, religion, all of that. Um, That there's another one. A five RR. You know, you can go to Fiverr basically and hire somebody. To do uh, for 10 bucks they'll kind of run a full report on someone's digital internet footprint um, google has launched a tool where you can ask for some things to be taken off but other services like time hop that pulls your entire social media history and shows you exactly what you posted daily to each platform in all the years that you've been on it if if kids Parents, if there's one thing that you learn between now and that application to college or applying for that first job, it's take the time to scrub these social media accounts. Hopefully you don't go all the way back to MySpace, but yeah, any little thing can be considered offensive and keep you from getting into that college. But if there's one person who doesn't have anything offensive on their social media and one person who does guess who's
2: getting in. Jennifer Jolly, USA Today Tech Life columnist. Thanks for joining us, editor-in-chief at Techish.com. Join us at this time tomorrow for Entrepreneur Friday and still to come, how the motorcycle industry is dealing with parts shortages. Loaning useful information each weekday. The WBBM noon business hour continues. The assembly line at Wisconsin headquartered Harley Davidson is being shut down for two weeks. Let's get the latest from John McElroy, automotive industry. History analyst and host of autoline.tv based in Detroit John thanks for joining us today uh when it comes to a uh, production line being shut down the two causes in 2022 are either the product is simply too popular and they can't make them fast enough or they just don't have enough parts especially semiconductors is that a problem when it comes to Harley-davidson
1: you know it doesn't look like uh, that it's a chip problem with Harley they're shutting down for two weeks as you mentioned. The Wall Street Journal reports that it's a supplier issue over what they call regulatory compliance. Now, usually if there's some sort of regulations involved with parts and components, it relates to either emissions or safety. And since Harley is going to continue building its electric motorcycles, this suggests it only impacts the ones with piston engines and so maybe this has got something to do with emissions, but we really don't know for sure right now.
2: What has uh, the the market been like for motorcycles uh, since the start of the pandemic? Uh, this sounds like something that if you have a lot of money and a lot of time and you're over a certain age, uh, you're going to go and, and finally get that Harley you've been thinking about for a long time. Has
1: that been the case? Absolutely the case. In fact, you know, anything that had to do with the outdoors – just went crazy during the pandemic. People wanted to get out of their homes and, and get out in the great out of doors, and so it wasn't just Harleys. It, you know, it was dirt bikes, it was ATVs, you name it. Everything went through the roof. But right now, you know, with supply chains around the world and total, you know, turmoil, the auto industry can't get enough chips, and you know, Harleys run into this problem. Uh, <laughs> It's going to take a while for all this to get straightened out.
2: And just like the, the automotive industry as a whole, and even with used cars, uh, the, they, they've found a way to at the very least price themselves over or around some of these issues. Uh, they can charge more for the product, and it's a price that uh, uh, customers are willing to pay. Um, is, is that something that uh, Harley can bring to bear uh, while they uh, wait out this two-week uh, pause?
1: Yeah, I think we've seen that across the board here, Rob. It's not just with motorcycles, but them too. I mean, you know, with so much demand and with inventory tight, dealers are charging top dollar. I, I don't know for a fact if they've been charging over the MSRP for motorcycles, but I doubt very much they're offering any kind of incentives. They don't have to. These things are practically selling themselves.
2: And uh, chances are uh, quite a few of them will be back in Milwaukee uh, summer of 2023 for their 120th anniversary, uh, which is hard to believe. The 100th doesn't seem all that long ago. John McElroy, automotive industry analyst, host of Autoline.tv based in Detroit. Thanks for joining us today. If you missed any part of today's show, you can go to our stream and just skip back to the time you want. There's a pause and rewind function that works both online and with the Odyssey app.